0: I'm only happy when it rains. I'm only happy when it's complicated. And though I know you can't appreciate it, I'm only happy when it rains. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Dumpster Diving Intellectuals. And this is a bit of a. I've been meditating on this all week. And. Similarly to when I got the idea for Elevated Garbage, once I was parsing through the different anxieties I've had this week and just things, both personal and professional, that I've been having to just, you know, flesh out, this idea came to me and I was like, okay, now I know what I'm going to say. Now i got to record. And so this episode will be titled welcome to the dumpster part two because it's kind of like a bookend to this last month of being with you all in this space and elevated garbage kind of being live in its beta stage through the podcast through unpaid emotional labor and this isn't bad news um Well, I guess the perfectionist in me and the uh, people pleaser in me is still fighting against what my rational mind and my mental health knows to be true. Um, But I already need to restructure Elevated Garbage. I, you know, when this idea came to me in May, I had a clearer vision than I did when I started unpaid emotional labor, kind of like haphazardly and kind of stumbled into it. Um, and so I think from May and just conceptualizing it for, um, like end of May, I, I launched, I hard launched it May 24th, I believe. And so just a little bit over two months of just conceptualizing and, um, having the initial structure set, it was on a pretty solid foundation to go live. And as things, as I started to manage and kind of just monitoring the, the cadence and um, the engagement and also the the tedious work being that it's only me. I'm the one recruiting guests. I'm booking them. I'm scheduling. Like I'm doing all these things. I'm forecasting six months, a year, two, five years out, and having to do backwards thinking to set me up so I can actualize those benchmarks and those goals. And granted, none of that will go away. It's just that I realized in the podcast forum, there is something like four weeks in and I already have anxiety even though I have an outline even though I have a structure producing content solely by myself it's reminding me why I attempted to have a co-host um with unpaid emotional labor before that fucking cunt uh stole from me and and locked me out of my uh out of the business bank account and google drive and all that bullshit um it's also why i got burnt out so easily um uh, the bigger my platform and i'm using air quotes the bigger my platform got and having to manage so many particulars built seen and unforeseen and i realized like no like I got to take a step back and reassess, can I, is this sustainable? The way that I've already structured this initially. And I can confidently say I cannot sustain it on my own. So with that, I'm seeing that there needs to be, and I also find myself like I work better when I'm conversing, when I'm feeding off someone else, um, as far as like drawing out a topic or or like improv almost. Like I can't do improv by myself. And so a lot of how I've already structured, you know, the podcast segments, it can only be sustainable with a guest. And so it came to me earlier. Actually, not earlier. It came to me like 15 minutes ago. And I had to put the kitties to bed so I can hop on and record. It came to me that... And, on t- and, and again, it makes sense because I really am ultimately building Elevated Garbage to be a media company. So, Dumpster Diving Intellectuals will henceforth be a talk show. And I'm going to need the remainder of 2023 to now go back into like a third round of conceptualizing and Um, building capital for it because the little capital campaign that I launched in May, I got $300 out of that from you guys' support. I was able to secure Elevated Garbage as an LLC. And from the subscriptions on Substack with 33 subscribers and about 14 paid subscribers, that's about 130 a month. And that's also, and it's, whoa, like, obviously, I've always told you guys, I'm going to be transparent of just the money flow and all that stuff. So all that to say, like, there's just a reality check that I have to understand that that's also not sustainable to producing the best quality that I want to. I hate, I've, I've hated the sound quality of recording on my iPad and GarageBand is trash and I have all this podcast tech that I can't really use. Um, I also realized that I need video, I need a, a camera, I need a tripod, I need a ring light. There's these things that, it's not really about appeasing the algorithm, it's just, it, it would make things more efficient for me. And it also, it would enable me to create the highest level of product that I feel that you all deserve. So, um, and then also now with this new thing of like, oh, that's why I've been feeling anxiety week to week. And and how I felt so relieved that I could, um, that the first two official episodes, you know, were part one and part two. Because there was so much rich content there with conversing with someone else and the whole between two dumpsters after show, like that's a really great segment too. And as I'm rebranding the podcast to be this virtual talk show, because the goal is to continue to have this talk show set up with uh, on a virtual, like an online media platform, which is podcasting. But it's not going to stay a podcast like I want this to actually turn into a talk show where I have a studio and I am either the guests are virtual or or they're with me or I travel um, to meet with guests, you know, like these are things I'm still parsing out. But the goal is for this to then segue into elevated garbage media to where. It's now this virtual thing kind of housed on YouTube or, you know, five years into this could hopefully have its own, you know, online channel, um, or be something that I could broadcast from my website. So with all of that, and I feel just as strongly as I did when I first like thought of Elevated Garbage, I... I need to take some time to intentionally and mindfully build that out Um, and and I think what's great is that these last four weeks of everything being live but in even the two months prior of just getting you all's feedback and getting your support both financially, both via your expertise and your trade or just advice or encouragement largely um, I feel like I need to kind of go back into that space and, and, um, and do that. So, oh, oh my gosh. I'm, I was so excited to jump on this uh, and record that I forgot to um, lead with the most uh, recent kind of life change for me. Um, I will, I don't know if I'll do it on an Instagram post or through Um, the unpaid emotional labor, intellectual vertical, but I've decided to flip my career trajectory or the ideas I had around career. Again, I'm using air quotes, turning it around and I'm betting on myself and I am switching to being an entrepreneur. I, you know, education is something that saved my life. And it's also I wouldn't have the career that I currently have without um, my education and, and getting a bachelor's and a master's and just, I think there's something very innate in me that's just always, uh, uh, I've just always been a sociologist at heart, like I'm always curious, like I've always been a researcher um, and questioning things and curious about things. But in the ways that I've tried to box it from academia, moving into the federal government, and now into a large metropolitan city in urban nonprofits, I had a very cathartic... Well, actually, I've kind of talked this out in the last over two years with my therapist, but the huge cathartic moment where my logic and my heart finally caught up to each other is that i realized a lot of what was driving me my ambition to have my career look a certain way was for status and not status in the sense of like i don't want to be successful because that's still there i'm a fucking uh uh my mars is a capricorn so my ambitions are literally around uh being successful um but it was more so status in, in the sense of I will not be equal to my white peers. I will not be equal to the white faces I always see when I enter rooms. And if I'm not the only black person in the room, I'm always the only black woman in the room. And I basically, conf- not, not conformed, I basically shortchanged myself for the last three years um, and just so many problems that have come through my last workplace and the perfect storm of having my ultimate dream job or what I thought was a dream job and what I thought was equity was really this predatory um, uh, white man fetishizing and doing whole bunch of sexual harassment stuff that there's not enough tequila, um, to talk about that right now. Maybe I will in the future, but, um, it, just kind of seeing why the pit, why it was just so, uh, there's a natural groove there of me denying and not trusting my intuition and gaslighting myself for 15 months. Um, because the message or the, 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 the the hidden message that was driving me is I got to get this job. And then from this job, I got to get the next, uh, uh, from the senior level position, I got to go into executive positions, so I can always show, let people know that I've made it. That's a loose, that's, uh, uh, as uh, uh, that's a runoff from my childhood of, you know, from my mom selling me and just me always feeling like, I will everything I do will be to prove to her that I was worthy of love or I was worthy of not you know sacrificing or I, I was I've made it in spite of you. like all those things that make up the mother wound, like it basically morphed into things in my peer relationships. Um, I had these friends for eight years and it was dark and it, and it took the trip, it took my birthday um, vacation, for me to really see, like, oh, like, I've made it. I live in a big city. This is the longest I've ever lived on my own. I have this, I have a job that's more senior than all of them, but they never shied away from throwing their status and their privilege and their and class in my face constantly. Um, and me thinking... Once I get to this place, then they'll finally be able to treat me like an equal. Then I won't feel this anxiety of being around them. I won't be the broke friend or I won't be the friend in crisis. And the level of contempt and... Well, the contempt was different because I have one former friend who's just prickly. So the contempt is just going to come off just like very standoffish and cold. And then I have another friend who... you. She would go to her grave denying that she's a passive-aggressive, narcissistic fucking mess. And so her contempt came out through passive-aggressiveness and backhanded compliments and just just crazy stuff. Um, and it finally hit me like, oh, like I've gotten a taste of what it's like to be around supportive people. I've gotten a taste of what people accepting me in the good and in the bad. And here I've been, they've now kind of, I've put them in the same bucket as my mother. I put them in the same bucket as just white people my entire life. Like not people who happen to be white, which if you're listening to this, then you just happen to be white because we're cool. But just white people in society and all these things, like I was, I had certain decisions that I was making that was geared to uh see like I'm I'm a I'm a friend just like you guys like I'm a like I'm a I'm an adult. I have these benchmarks that have shown that you guys have performed as a way of you've made it and now I'm there and will you accept me now and am I equal now? And then it's just like well no it's you're never going to because it was never gonna happen because they needed me to be that friend that they could either use as a well at least my life's not like hers you know like as a way to like um uh, 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 a self-esteem booster or just like this perpetual audience member that because I'm so loyal that no matter what they did to me, they can always, they know that I'd hold space for them and they could just spew whatever shit they could on me. But look, God forbid, I I ask for that to be reciprocated and for them to hold space for me. Um, But again, there's not enough alcohol or no, actually that's a conversation I can't have without my my, uh, therapist present. But all that to say is, there's so many changes that I've been going through um, in so many different ways. And I think it's, it's kind of gotten ramped up in the last three to four months because I've done enough trauma work to where now I can access more space in my mind and I can, you know, sit with things and I could build my distress tolerance a little bit better now that I'm on my amazing Butin 450 cocktail, You know, and just the trauma work I've just done intently for four and a half years. And so even though I would have looked at the last few months as hell on earth, but I birthed elevated garbage out of that space, I was able to advocate for myself in that space. I was able to leave a situation where if I burned down that, my former job with people in it, I would be acquitted. Like it would be justified. Like there's just so many things that I faced and I came out on the other side with my integrity intact, with my authenticity intact and not jaded to not either hold space for, you know, people or my friends or you guys that I consider, like I consider all my friends, um, like I was still able to access joy. I was still able to um, celebrate certain personal milestones of like, I'm now at a place where I am accessing healthier coping skills as second nature and not so like I have to literally go like step by step to like work my way through problems as I even fucking eight months ago that was still a thing but definitely two three four years ago um and that's a huge thing for me and so in this space of like either coming home to myself or finally my heart catching up to what my mind already knew is I'm I am that bitch like I don't want to settle for less and I also don't want to just produce things arbitrarily just because I said you know this thing is launched like I will always um, I don't know maybe that's a project manager in me but everything will uh, will always be a pilot to me I launch it then I see what's work, what's not working and if it's something that needs to be troubleshooted to where it's like a huge chunk of or the it's, it's a very incremental part of the sustainability of a program then we got to scale things back and stop and quit while we're ahead so i feel like that's where my head is at that's where my heart is at with elevated garbage like i'm so happy that i was able to at least launch this pilot phase and to feed off of your excitement and for me to be excited like like for real y'all like Elevate garbage saved my life in the most literal sense. And so um, now that I've kind of gone through this, my own crucible to really get back to um, the real me or the truest sense of myself that I've ever allowed myself to be in a very long time, I've since cut out my friend those... People, those former friends and um one person denied the opportunity to have a conversation and I'm just like well that's just you're you're I can't expect someone with your level of emotional ineptitude to have given me that space to do that oh you cut me out great trust me it doesn't hurt the other one who is the good girl like uh her, she's really good because there's so many aspects of her life where she's a caretaker and sometimes folks can conflate certain aspects or certain things that she performs as if she really cares for you, but it really isn't. It's really maintaining this idea she wants people to believe about herself. And so when she allowed me that space to explain why I feel like this is where I leave you and this friendship, the things that I... Have always given has never been returned especially in these key moments of my friendship that that's another intellectual vertical piece maybe years down the line um, and and it was my most adult conversation ever and I kept my cool I held space for her where I shouldn't um, and it's not like I regret it it's it's the, one of those things where you feel like you extend grace and you give that person the benefit of the doubt and then they don't do it to you. It's just, it always feels like uh, a loss, but you know, I'll always be proud of myself that I handle that conversation in a way that didn't undercut her, didn't, I didn't need to curse her out. I just laid the facts. I attacked every tumbleweeding tactic, every non sequitur turn it on its head and having to see this person fumble and stammer through words because they're realizing all their tricks like pew, pew pew like I've done enough therapy to see that shit from a mile away. And so clearing that space in in a personal wise and then this job having to be something that had to be taken from me, granted this predator thinks that he won and that he had control over the outcome of my life, but it's a blessing in disguise because I would have continued to like when I put in my notice to resign, I still, my end date was two months from my resignation date. Like I was still offering to give myself and to, to be stomped all over for an extra two months. And so for them to, um, thinking that they didn't think that they were, that I knew that they were trying to oust me beforehand and me getting on my ducks in a row, um, which I really got them and that's a for, another surf another time. Um, but even though it hit like core like rejection and core betrayal triggers, like I've, I'm now in a place that I see like it needed to happen that way because I wouldn't have left. Because if I stayed for two months and I would have found another reason to stay an extra month and I wouldn't be here today with the realizations that I had today with the cathartic moments and coming home to myself, and like, oh, this idea of your career that you've spent meticulously, but also just hopped off on adrenaline and anxiety is because it was still this status symbol you were chasing, and you're chasing it to please people that shouldn't even have a say, that don't even have a say in who you are, and all that, all that. Uh, all that shit. And so um, I'm now flipping it to where entrepreneurship will be my full time job. I'm not going to work for anyone else. I'm not going to go to a um, nine to five job. And there's a two part to that, but I can't share more about that until January 2024. But just know that I'm really excited to share um, this thing. It, this thing in my life which was a result of this important meeting I had this morning and I'm just like fucking beaming like it's just one of those moments where you trust your intuition you see it through and then you're just oh this is better than I could have even imagined and so being an entrepreneur I will do jobs to invest in my real job um so my day jobs will be just you know what I've been doing in my career capacity building, strategy development but freelancing and I already have three solid contracts that will um, one will take me the latter half of 2023 and the other stronger one will at least um, uh, I can stretch out a contract for a year and so um, and there's no strings attached it's like everything that's kind of catered are people that I trust. Um, I trust very, very much and I've worked with them before and um, these are great spaces. I'm going to be so excited to work with these people and to do what I love and um, educate things and, and make really tough uh, sociopolitical things just more palatable and approachable and seem like it's so easy for folks to go and do their jobs well and you, you know, uh, change their commu- respective communities for the better and make sure that the, your target population is getting like high quality stuff. So that's just my entire ethos. So again, that's why I feel like I need to like this four week pilot's been great. I need to go back to the drawing board and, continue to strengthen and try to assist and stabilize what's working but then also this new idea of now dumpster driving intellectuals will be a talk show and i'll have to have a guest it may not be weekly it may not have this uh, weekly cadence to it like a normal podcast then i have to think okay what's going to make up for that okay i'll continue to publish on my intellectual vertical every week that's good But okay, as I build my capital, what else could I be filling and what else could I be doing? And so there are a lot of things that I need to think about and I need to give myself that time. And one thing that I've realized just the couple of years I've known you all is just your grace and how you guys hold space for me so well. And when I zig, you zig. When I zag, you zag. And I think that's something, no matter where this... Or no matter where elevated garbage takes me I think to have this kind of hmm what's the word I'm running to adjectives to have this kind of integrity and to have this kind of foundation set so early on I think if this blows up I can only attribute it to that When I, you know, go into larger venues and I'm, you know, it's a mix of people who don't know me and it's a mixture of people who do, like, I'll always, you know, cater to those who know me because if I, you know, put boundaries in real time or if I'm, you know, whatever it looks like when you're thinking about celebrity and growing a platform and all these things, like, I will always err on the side of protecting my peace because I have to go and live with this or the amount of energy that I'm, you know, putting myself to engage with, knowing that I'm an introvert, knowing that I'm all these different things about my personality and I, anxiety will come with me to the grave, managing my depression will come me to the grave, living with borderline personality and CPTSD and OCD and all the fucking mental illnesses that I that's, that are I've been diagnosed, but they're really just a functionality of all the trauma I, I've dealt with like that's a lifelong thing and nothing, even if it's something I'm passionate about and I love and I want to create a safe space and safe communities for people to laugh and also um, uh, to laugh to buttress the hard things that we're gonna have to face like that's never going to come at the expense of me. And so I think that you all have, just been the greatest support in showing me that I can be a mindful micro-influencer I, I'm not asking for too much um, if I place boundaries or if I say hey I thought this was a good idea now I'm missing that's not like the freedom to change my mind like and for you all to just respect that because you trust me and you know that it's coming from a very thoughtful mindful place like I wouldn't trade that for anything. And so, um, so yeah, uh, right now, the next phase will be to launch in, uh, early 2024. I think with the way things are shaping up for the last, uh, like by the time I get paid from these contracts, once they're set, probably not going to be for another month or six weeks. Um, so, and, and the mental toll of that too, like it's my core thing is security. Um, and I've been in the most unstable place in a long time, like unstable in the fact of like my actual assets and like actual securities and like, you know, we're always one paycheck away from being unhoused. Like those are like, very, very core, core, core capital A, um, or capital triggers. And so, yeah, it hasn't been fun. Um, and Elevated Garbage has, again, like I said, it saved my life, um, literally in the last two months. Um, so, but all that to say is like, I know that one thing that's taken me out of like wanting to produce the best outside of the actual, like capital is my mental capital too and so um, I think pausing just this virtual side of it like the podcast side and relaunching as a talk show I think that that's more my style That's I think that's uh, it feels like that's a more true vision of what Elevated Garbage should be and how dynamic I want it to be and how interactive I want it to be And, um, the solo stuff will come in the medium that I know really well, which is writing and being vulnerable. So, um, I will still have my breaks. Um, like I'm, I'm going to still keep up with the cadence of like, if I had the podcast, like every season finale, I take two weeks off and have a guest columnist. So Ashley Tabron from Ash Talks Batch, she will she has a schedule of she'll take two weeks um, coming up in September and then she'll take six weeks off when, which will be my um, kind of annual holiday break. And then she'll take up guest columnists in June when I take my summer holiday um, and take the whole month off. So I'm still gonna keep that cadence cause that works. Um, but again, like needing to go back to the drawing board rethink Dumpster Diving Intellectuals um, is what I'm gonna take the rest of 2023 to do and I'll still be producing Intellectual Verticals every week and I am so 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 grateful um, for you all like I would have never not even eight months ago when I have ever imagined that I would be inspired to create again, but also inspired to let you guys in and for you all to let me into your lives. Um, and now that I'm stronger, a little bit more wiser, have more healthy coping mechanisms in my two belt. I'm really excited for what the future holds for us and elevated garbage. And, um, I literally cannot wait to share the other half of like a big life moment for me in January, but I'm an entrepreneur y'all. Like I'm not, I'm not a political sociologist. Like I'll say, yeah, I'm political sociologist by trade. Yeah. I do capacity building and strategy development as a consultant, but I'm an entrepreneur. Like I am elevated garbage. Elevated garbage is me. Like That's my life. Um, I'm betting on myself. I'm grateful to have y'all walk alongside me as I figure things out on my own with no presence, with no privilege, with no backstock of assets or capital. And um, I'm just really excited to see what we'll create together. Um, Thank you for... I think I feel like I'm talking a loop, but I love y'all so much. And, um, oh, yeah, there's another surprise that was already in the works, whether or not I had paused Elevated Garbage or not. But just January is about to look so fresh. So um, I can't wait to for you all to see all the stuff I've been working behind, behind the scenes. Um, so... Yeah, like, let me know what you think. DM me, like, engage like you always do. And, um, yeah, see y'all in 2024. I'm only happy when it rains.